Hello. Can you hear me? Take a seat. Are you comfy? Let's begin. I've got a story to tell you. It's a story that up until now has been hidden away. Nobody's heard it. It's a story that happened near to where you are sitting right now. And because this is a story about where you live, we are going to go for a walk whilst I tell it. Not yet, though. First, I need to introduce you to the girl who this story is about. Hiba, our main character, our hero. If you asked Hiba to tell you about herself, she'd tell you three things. Number one, she is... 2,942 days old. When she smiles, her mouth stretches to... 54 millimeters wide. Number three, she's kept... 98.4% of all the secrets I've ever been told. In other words, she just turned eight. She's got a big smile and she's very, very trustworthy. This story starts with Hiba sitting down, just like you are right now. Are you comfy? Can you get any comfier? Can you get as comfy as you can? Are you comfy now? Well, Hiba wasn't. She was sitting on a new sofa, in a new room, in a new house, on a new road, in a new town, frowning. You see, Hiba liked her old home. She liked the weather, she liked the smell of the stove. In her old home, Hiba had friends. She had friends she could play with, friends she could joke with, and friends she could share problems with. In her old home, Hiba had 100% of the friends she needed. But now, she was somewhere new. Hiba's new home didn't have a stove. It was freezing outside. And she had no friends. None at all. Zero percent. Hiba picked up a cushion from the sofa and balanced it on top of her head. Do you have a cushion where you're sitting? Why don't you do the same as Hiba? Pick it up. Balance it on your head. Can you do no hands? Hiba stood up and using the top of her head to balance the cushion and the inside of her head to think up a plan, she walked slowly from one end of the room to the other. Hiba needed to make her new home feel like her old home. That would make her feel better. But how? She couldn't change the weather. She couldn't magic a stove. But she could go outside and find some new friends. That was it. That's what she would do. The mission was clear in Hiba's mind. Find kids. Talk to kids. Make kids friends. Right now, she had 0% friends. By the end of the day, she would have 100%. Hiba dropped the cushion back on the sofa and went off in search of her shoes and coat. And it's time for you to do the same. Take the cushion off your head. Go and get wrapped up warm just like Hiba. Get in your outside shoes, head to the front door, and when you are ready to go, Play the next chapter.
press pause, get ready, then hit play. You are back. Welcome. We now join Hiba at her front door, wrapped up warm, just like you. Where should she go? Where would she find kids in this town? Where could she make friends? Of course, the park. Mission beginning. Target set. 100% friends. Hiba opened her front door and set off. And now you are going to do the same. You are going to follow the walk that Hiba took that day. You are going to retrace her steps. Put your device in your pocket or let your grown-up hold on to it. You won't need to listen to me until you get to the park. But wait, I forgot something important. Take your time on the walk. There is no need to rush. I will be waiting at the park entrance whenever you are ready. If you've got to cross any roads, make sure you do it at a crossing and give other people on the street lots of space. As you walk, you could imagine that you are new here, just like Hiba, and you are walking to the park for the very first time. What new things will you see? Smell and hear. This will be good practice for your senses. There is a lot hidden in this story to be discovered. I will meet you in the next chapter, when you are just inside the park, near the entrance Are you ready? Let's go! Press pause and then press play when you reach the entrance of your park. Hello! If you are listening to me now, you should be at the entrance to the park. You made it! Well done! Find a spot away from people, somewhere you can listen without disturbance. Put your arms out wide and swing them. Really, do it! Go on, give your arms a swing. If you don't hit anyone, then we're good to go. Mission update. Arrived at park. 0%. Hiba stood just inside the entrance to the park. She took a deep breath. Why don't you do the same? Fill your lungs with air. Hiba looked around the park. What can you see from where you're standing? Look to your left. Trees. Grass. Bushes. Paths, bins. Look right. Are there any people about? Can they see you? Just think, they have no idea that you're following in the footsteps of Hiba. They think you are on an ordinary walk. Just like the people who saw Hiba in the park had no idea that she was on such an important mission. A mission to find friends. How do you make someone you don't know your friend? Tell a joke? Play a game? Help them out? No. They needed to know who she was first. Hiba needed an opening line. Some words that will tell others who she was and what she was all about. 
Hello, my name's Heba, and I'm eight years old. Too boring. Hello, my name's Heba. I once wrote a story about a pirate who loved eating bananas. Too weird. Hello, my name's Heba. I'm eight years old, and I love chocolate ice cream. Perfect, informative, and relatable. Heba had the words. Now she needed to find some kids. Heba looked around the park. Can you do the same? What was that? Keep looking. Whilst Heba was looking for friends, she was distracted by a sound. The mission wouldn't have to wait. Heba had to find the source of the sound. Where was it coming from? A tree? Look to a tree. No. Look to a bush. Nope. Look to a bin. It's in the bin. Definitely in the bin. Find the closest bin to you and stand next to it. Don't get too close, though. It could be dangerous. We have no idea what's inside. Meet you by the bin for the next chapter. Press pause, and once you have found the bin, hit play again, and we will keep going. Right, you should be next to the bin now. Don't stand too close, it probably stinks. Mission update. Arrived at park. Strange sound coming from bin. Zero percent friends. Heba stood, staring at the bin. What was in there? A creature? An alien? A ghost? Heba took a deep breath and held her nose. Can you do the same? Pinch your nose. Heba peered into the bin. A pair of wild green eyes blinked at her in the dark. A creature! It was just a cat, stuck in the bottom of the bin. How did it get in there? Heba rolled up her sleeves, stood up on her tiptoes, and reached inside. She put her hands around the cat, but it scrambled up onto her arm, climbed up onto her head, and clung on. Heba gasped, trying to get the cat off her head. Its claws dug in. She jumps up and down and shook herself from side to side. Finally, the cat hopped to the floor and stared at Heba, eyes wide, tail raised. Heba was angry. All she tried to do was help this cat and what did she get in return? A scratched arm and a measured distraction from her mission. Heba turned her back on the cat and scanned the grass for potential friends. Why don't you do the same? Turn your back on the bin. What can you see right in front of you? What can you see in the far, far distance? Heba saw something far away, in the grass. It wasn't a friend, but it could be very useful. She started walking. Now, you do the same. Find the greenest patch of the grass in the park, and I will meet you there for the next chapter. Push pose and hit play when you have found the greenest grass.
greenest grass in the park. Wait, are we sure this is the greenest? Scan the grass closely. What else can you see at your feet? Leaves, footprints, squirrels. Keep scanning. Mission update. Arrived at park. Scratched by bin cat. Escaped to grass. Zero percent friends. At Heba's feet lay a single lonely glove. The glove was black, and it had a pirate skull and crossbones on it. It was the same size as Heba's hand, so its pirate's owner was probably her age. This could be a potential friend. But where were they? Heba looked around the park, turning a full 360 degrees. Can you do the same? Can you turn and look in every single direction? Heba stopped. In the distance, she could see two children. They were playing underneath the tallest tree she had ever seen. Heba looked down. The pink cat was at her feet, sniffing the glove on the floor. Heba picked up the glove, saving it from the cat's smelly face. She put the glove in her pocket and started moving toward the tree, eager to get away from the cat. Find the tallest tree in this park. I will meet you there for the next chapter. No, wait, I will race you there. Go, go, go! Push pose and hit play when you are at the tallest tree. to the tallest tree and you beat me good work Heba stood at the bottom of the tree too look up imagine being on the highest branch you'd be able to see everything take a deep breath can you smell the bark? mission update arrived at park scratched by bin cap found lonely glove percentage points increasing 40% friends. In front of Heba were two girls. One was tall, the other was short. They had the same hair, same trainers, and the bigger one was clearly the boss. They were definitely sisters. Heba smiled. She had found her first friends. Not just one, but two. Heba practiced the line in her head. Hello, my name's Heba. I'm eight years old and I love chocolate ice cream. Hello, my name's Heba. I'm eight years old and I love chocolate ice cream. Hello, my name's Heba and I'm eight years old and I love chocolate ice cream. The sisters hadn't seen her yet. They were playing a game. The little sister covered her big sister's eyes with a yellow scarf, tying it tightly around the back of her head. Once it was secure, the big sister began to count. Ten, nine... Eight, seven, six, and the little sister tiptoed away, hiding behind the tree. Three, two, one. The big sister began searching with her hands out in front of her, like a zombie. Hiba giggled as the big zombie sister searched, grabbed a bush, searched, hugged the branch, searched, bumped into a log, searched, started walking toward Hiba. Heba froze. The big sister kept coming like a zombie who couldn't be stopped. What should Heba do? 
Hide? Go out? Run away? Too late. The big zombie sister grabbed Hiba by the shoulders, tickled her in the belly, screamed with laughter, ripped the scarf from her eyes, and then stopped. She stared at Hiba. The yellow scarf lay on the ground between them. Hiba opened her mouth. Hello, ice cream. My name's Eight Years of Chocolate and I love Hiba. Big zombie sister didn't say anything. The wind blew in the trees. A ghost picked up the yellow scarf, blew it on the air, and dropped it on the highest branch of the tree. Hiba looked up at the scarf. That was her fault. She'd made the girl drop her scarf. Now it was on the tree. Hiba turned and ran. She needed to hide. Where could she go? Over to you. Where do you think is the best place to hide in the park? Go there and I will meet you for the next chapter. Be quick. Push pause and hit play when you are at your hiding place. hiding place you could find here. Phew. We should be safe from embarrassment here. Good choice. Mission update. Arrived at park. Scratched by cat. Found glove. Deeply embarrassed. Hiding out of sight. 40% friends. We calculating for failure. 0% friends. Hiba crouched down. She couldn't believe it. She had ruined the sister's game and forgotten all of her words. It was the worst thing that had ever happened to anyone ever. This was all Hiba needed. Pincat was back. He had something in his mouth. Hiba leaned forward and looked closer. It was Big Zombie's sister's scarf. Pincat had rescued it from the tree. And now he was trying to eat it. Hiba prized the scarf from his mouth and stuffed it into her pocket. She looked up at the sky. Why don't you join her? Look up. What can you see? Hiba could see a flock of birds flying through the clouds. She thought of home. She thought of her old friends. She sighed. There must be some friends in this park for her somewhere. It was time to get back to the mission. Hiba stood up. Just then, three boys heartlocked past her, shouting and laughing. The boys were her age, so much percentage point potential. Two of the boys had noticed Hiba and were now walking toward her. Hiba's heart started racing. Actual kids walking toward her. This was her chance. Mission update. Percentage points increasing. 60% friends. The two boys were wearing big puffa coats, gloves and boots. They looked like astronauts on a space mission. Their friends stood back looking around on the floor. Hiba practiced the line in her head, took a deep breath and spoke. Hello, my name's Hiba. I'm eight years old and I love chocolate ice cream. The tallest astronaut's boy grinned at her. Hello, Hiper. It's Hiba. Hibar? Hiba. Hibar? 
Hiba. Hiba. Hiba nodded. The tallest astronaut boy took a red woolly hat out of his pocket and handed it to Hiba. Put this in your pocket and don't say anything. Hiba did as she was told. Suddenly, the third boy ran up and joined the group. He started talking with a note of panic in his voice. He had lost his red woolly hat. Had anyone seen it? It was a present from his grandma. His friends shook their heads. The boy turned to Hiba and asked her, had she seen his hat? Hiba squeezed the hat in her pocket. What should she do? If she lied, she might make two friends. If she gave the hat back, she'd only make one. Hiba remembered her mission. 100% friends by the end of the day. She shook her head. She hadn't seen any hats. The boy sighed, whilst his two friends grinned at Hiba. Binkat was back. Is that your cat? Hiba shook her head. Binkat dropped himself on Hiba's leg. Well, it likes you. Probably because you smell of cat food. Let's go. We don't want strays. The two boys laughed and walked away. And their hatless friend followed. Hiba had a horrible feeling in her tummy. Like hunger, but different. She needed to sit down. Can you see a bench? Is there one to your left? Or to your right? Found it. Is it empty? Head over to the bench. You can take it slowly this time. We will do the next chapter once you are there. Push pause and then hit play when you are sat at the empty bench. You have found the bench. Is it empty? Have a seat. Take a deep breath and let out a big sigh. <sighs> that feeling, that sigh, that's how Hiba felt. Mission update. Arrived at park, scratched by cat, found glove, deeply embarrassed, hit out of sight, lied to boy. 60%, 0% friends. Recalculating percentage points for unkindness. Minus 20%. Hiba sat on this exact bench where you are now, staring at her feet. Look down at your feet, swing them back and forth. The day was nearly done, and what did Hiba have to show for it? Count along on your fingers. 1. A forgotten glove. 2. A lost scarf. 3. A stolen hat. 4. A scruffy bean cat. And five, no friends, zero percent. Hiba sighed, again. Binka jumped onto Hiba's lap. He kneaded her legs with his front paws, curled up and made himself comfortable. The corner of Hiba's mouth twitched. A smile was trying to escape. No, she should not be smiling. She should be shouting at this daft cat. 
This cat had followed her everywhere she went. This cat hissed at those lying astronaut boys. This cat that rescued a zombie scarf and picked up a pirate glove, and this cat that never left her side. This cat didn't have any friends, just like Heba. And instead of rushing around the park, obsessing over percentage points, Pinkat had stuck with her and helped her when she needed it. Pinkat was just trying to be her friend. And Heba hadn't even realized. Maybe she was the deft one after all. Mission update. Found friend. His name, Pinkat. Recalibrating data. Heba smiled. Her full 54mm smile. Heba reached into her pocket and pulled out the contents. A single black glove, a yellow scarf and a red woolly hat. She looked down at the items and thought about the boy whose hat she'd stolen, the girls who she'd ran away from and the mystery owner of the lonely glove. Mission update. Mission recalibrated. Return winter clothes to owners. Three of three items still to return. Hiba gave Binkat a soft poke and stood up. First, she had to find the hat's owner and make things right. She had to get back to the hiding place. Hiba began to run, with Binkat at her side. Let's go, retrace your steps as quick as you can. Back to your hiding place. Push pause and hit play when you are back at the hiding place. Right, we are back at the hiding place. Good work, but we don't have long. Scan the area. Any sign of the boy with no hat? Mission update. Arrived at hiding place. Scanning area for tricked boy. Three of three items still to return. There he was. The boy with no hat. He was all by himself. He barrashed over to him. Been cut by her side. Hiba held out the red woolly hat. The boy looked confused. So she placed the hat on his head and pulled it down over his ears. Hiba gave him a big smile, waved goodbye and raced toward the tallest tree in the park. Quick, go back to the tallest tree and we will meet you there for the next chapter. Pause now, get to the tree and then press play. You have made it to the tree. Speedy work. Mission update. Boy reunited with hat. Arrived at tree. Scanning area for sisters. Two of three. Items still to return. Hiba looked around, but the zombie sisters were nowhere to be seen. She was too late. Binkat had seen something. Hiba followed the direction of his stare. There they were. 
He ran over to the sisters, grabbing the scarf from her pocket. She took a deep breath and... Hello, my name's Hiba. I'm eight years old and I love chocolate ice cream. Here's your scarf. Yes! No jumbled words. The zombie sisters cheered, grateful to be reunited with their scarf. Hiba was on a roll. She raced back to the greenest grass in the park. There was still a lonely black pirate cloth that needed its owner. Let's do this! Follow Hiba back to the greenest grass. See you there! Press pause, get to the grass, hit play. We are back at the grass, back where Hiba found the glove. Mission update. Boy reunited with hat. Sisters have scarf. Glove owner still missing. One of three items still to return. Standing on the grass, Hiba looked around the park. Why don't you do the same? Start by looking straight ahead. What can you see? Hiba saw a woman running. Turn slightly to your right. Hiba saw a dog chasing a bird. Turn some more. A boy and his mom walking along the path. Turn some more. A man jumping in a muddy puddle. Turn some more. Wait! Turn back. And again. The boy with the mom was wearing one glove. The missing glove must be his. Hiba ran toward the boy and his mom, being cut on her side. As she got closer, she could hear them talking. They were speaking in a language that Hiba didn't understand, but it was easy to figure out what was going on. The mom was telling the boy off, probably because he had lost his glove. Hiba knew what to do. She winked at Binkat, then snuck up to the boy and tapped him on the shoulder. He turned around and Hiba secretly offered him the pirate glove. The boy's eyes lit up like fireworks and he grabbed it. The boy's mom kept talking, oblivious to what was happening next to her. Hiba and Binkat stopped on the path, watching as the boy and his mom walked away. He waved the return glove at his mom like a magician, and they both laughed. Hiba laughed too. Mission update. Boy reunited with hat. Sisters have scarf. Two gloves make a pair. Three of three items returned. Uh-oh. It was definitely. No doubt about it. Hiba's home time. She marched toward the entrance of the park. Head back to the entrance, where I will meet you for the last chapter. It's time to pause again. Press play when you are near the entrance. Here we are, back where Hiba's mission began. Are you in a good spot, away from others? Give your arms a swing to check. 
he bestowed at the entrance of the park that was now her exit. She filled her lungs with air. Take a deep breath and look around you. So much had happened. Hebe took the last look at the trees, grass, even the bin. She looked down at Bin Cat and ruffled the fur on his head. Hiba looked around their new park. It was nothing like the park in her old home. But that wasn't a bad thing. It was just a new thing. As she turned to go, Hiba spied a flash of yellow in the corner of her eye. She looked across the park. It was the zombie sisters. They were using their scarf to wave at her. Then, on the other side of the park, she spotted a flurry of red. The headless boy was swinging his red woolly hat at her, a big smile plastered across his face. Two people walked past her. It was the boy with the pirate glove and his mom. The boy put out a gloved hand for a secret high-five. He giggled, turned around and started walking home, being cat at her side. Mission update. Mission complete. Thanks for joining Hiba's mission today. You made it all the way through and helped Hiba find her feet in her new home. Now you're done. Why not keep exploring the park? And then, when you're back home, if you want to continue your journey with Hiba, you can download the Hidden Winter Activity Pack from the Hidden Winter website. <laughs>